Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So I have been talking about underachievement. And I mentioned that when I was a teacher in the classroom, I would notice that I would have students in the habit of underachieving, which meant that they were very capable, they were very bright, and yet they weren't getting the results that matched their capability, right? I also mentioned that in my work with clients and students now as adults, I noticed some of these same causes of underachievement. So, so far we've talked about perfectionism. Yesterday we talked about work that's too easy or work that's too difficult. Here's what I would love to talk about today. A third cause of underachievement is not getting the opportunity to demonstrate or to show what you really know in a way that is compatible with your learning style strength. Okay, let me explain what that refers to. Okay, so learning styles, you know, I just, God, I loved learning styles. They were so fascinating. And it's not that we each have only one. It's that we tend to be really strong in one learning style, right? We have our, it's our, it's our area of strength. So for example, I had students who were kinesthetic learners, which meant that they were very physical and they needed to use their bodies. They needed to learn by somehow being in motion, right? So it wasn't uncommon for me to have a kid like that standing in the back of my classroom. And the understanding was, here's the deal. If you are disrupting the class, your butt's in the chair. But if you can stand and get your work done, I don't have a problem with you standing. If you need to fidget with a toy, I don't care if you're fidgeting with a toy, but you start throwing that across the classroom and then we're going to have some words, right? So I got it. I understood the kinesthetic learners, right? I had other learners and their style, they were very verbal. So their learning style was linguistic. They were really good with words. And so to demonstrate what they'd learned, they may want to put on, you know, do a speech or a role play or write a skit something along those lines, but words were their strong suit. Other students were extremely logical. And so they had this mathematical learning style where they would, you know, they liked to see the, how would I put this? They, they liked to see patterns. They liked to see how things worked, right? And so that was something that we incorporated into learning for them as well. I had other learners who were more auditorial or they were more musical learners. And so again, there was a competition I used to do with some of my kids um, called Odyssey of the Mind, Destination Imagination. And what I loved about it is the actual presentations incorporated all the learning styles. So it wasn't uncommon for the kids to be challenged to write their own music to demonstrate their understanding of a math concept. I mean, it was just completely out of the box, which, you know me, of course, that's why I loved it as much as I did. I had other students whose learning styles were visual or spatial. Actually, they were the ones who really, now that I think back, really enjoyed seeing the different patterns in things, right? And they 
oftentimes really good at art and very creative. And so that's how they would demonstrate their understanding of whatever it was we were studying. Still others who tended to be my social learners. They had this amazing interpersonal learning style, which meant that they actually learned better with others. They loved working in committees. They loved being part of a group. In fact, some of our tests would be group tests, or which basically looked like, you know, a group test or a group, like a contest for a grade where, you know, I'd pull a kid's name. And if that kid could answer all on their own without needing help from their group, um, double points if they got it correct. But if I pulled your name and you didn't know the answer, you could still consult with your team members and your team still earned your points, right? It was a really fun way to make sure everyone was successful, right? And then I had those independent, solitary learners who had that strong intrapersonal strength learning style where they really, if they had to learn something, they needed it to be quiet, they needed independent time, and they needed to be alone. Here's why I mention all of these things. Much of the work that I do with my clients and students now revolves around self-awareness. Because if you don't really know who you are, it's going to be more difficult to set your life up in a way that is easily sustainable, okay? It's not that we want life to be easy. No one wants an easy life. It's not that we want life to always be too difficult, but we do want life and goals and what we're working on to be challenging. And we do want to be able to squirm a little bit, right? So all of these learning styles and strengths are so important because when you know how you're wired, when you know how you learn, when you know your strengths, when you know what comes easily and naturally to you, when you know what you're passionate about, then you create goals that align with those things that are already true for you. Instead of trying to do things that don't align because they aren't allowing you to use your gifts and talents and strengths. Super interesting. Hearing that, my friend, and of course, I'm going to put information in the show notes for you. What do you think your learning style is? And I'll connect an article you can read if you're interested to find your own learning style. And more importantly, how often are you using that learning style in your life? Very, very important. All right, as always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day. And of course, I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.